0: Welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the
1: number one Cardiff City podcast, brought to you by Wales Online.
2: Hello, welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the Cardiff City podcast by Wales Online in association with Giovanni's Restaurant. I'm Ben James, that voice may be a little bit unfamiliar with you. The era of Dom Booth is over. Uh, yes. M- my interim period of uh, temporary manager of this podcast is is here. Uh, he's gone to follow Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. I feel like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. But um, I'm joined by Blakey and uh, Paul Abandonato. Gents, it's the morning after the night before. Let's talk about Brighton.
0: Let's talk about the Booth since he's oh. left. Yeah, go on. First win. Look at that. <laughs> well, you know, things are just better. Stay in Manchester, Dom. Yeah. I'm only joking. And we've got we to... Gotta, uh, a, a dodgy red in our room with us as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, listen, mate. Brighton, fantastic. What can I say? Um, uh, result went as thought as I thought it would. Up at Burnley, uh, and then you know this is one of the games that Cardiff for me had to target to um, stand any chance. I thought after Burnley, if they could go and nick a one nil you know, get a point, one 1-0 I was hoping. But um you know, it wasn't just the fact that they won two 0 it was the way they won Ben. They were they were brilliant to a man, I have to say. I thought Everidge was superb in goal, come for everything, commanded his box, good saves at times, two centre backs, manga, and Morrison, huge, full backs huge. Uh, the boys in midfield, Raúl, especially I thought was brilliant, and then Mendes Lang. Well, man, you know I've always had a thing for Mendes. He's, he's Blakey's, I told you. Yeah. That. Well, what can i say
1: compared on social media, Blakey to Lionel Messi. So uh, listen, <laughs> it was,
0: it was, it was everything because it was pace, it was power, it was drive, it was determination. If you look where he picked the ball up yeah. deep in his. home half just outside the 8-yard box and they just couldn't live with his pace and power and you know things have been said about Mendes oh you know he's a league one coming up is he good enough listen he done great last year he's done great since he's been here and I've always said you know his work rate and his position on play is fantastic and yesterday he just gave you another dimension of what he's capable of and that is just a bit of everything basically and then when he I mean he gave it to Junior and was asking for it straight back that's what I liked and uh, knew exactly the picture was already in his head before he got the ball off Junior received the ball off Junior I had one thing he had made up his mind it's going in that top corner see, see I'm glad that you've you've mentioned the build up because everyone can just look when you
1: when you see the highlights back you you just see the pass the Junior highlight pass and the strike mm. but that goal started from just outside Carter's penalty box Absolutely. Joe, Joe Riles I think it was nicked the ball mhm and Mendes went on a 50, yard Yeah, he, he drove at least 50 yards, yeah, yeah. Passed two or three players in effect, yeah. yeah? Played it to Hoylet, worked into space, and was screaming, get the ball back, get the ball back, and then he just killed it into that corner. Mm. I was watching the game with my own children, um, Blakey, and I actually said to them, when that goal went in, what, uh, what you said on this podcast a few weeks back, that Mendes Lang either looks stardust, which mm-hmm. he did that night, well, you know... Got you know, Gold Dust or Rochdale, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. no in between for the fans. But I've I've always you know, Warnock's, Warnock's mixed and matched his wide players. We talked about. I know you're a big fan of Julia Hoylet, Dom was a big fan of Josh Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt away from home Mendes offers a little bit more because he's quicker than them. And what I know well, Mur- Murphy is really quick, but I think Mendes is quicker again. But the difference is he's powerful. He's he do- harder. He doesn't get. Yeah, bumped off the ball as easily. Either, if you yeah. see what I mean, he's got
0: more grit. He's more of a fighter. And I mean, he, he's the shape of a, a boxer. And I, let's was, be fair. and
1: I was saying, look, he suits Cardiff away from home. Maybe at home, you need the finesse of the others. But then, as somebody, you know, one of my children said to me last night, he said, "Well, you know, he's better on the ball. He won't get knocked off the ball at home, so he's just as useful at home." Mm, mm. I don't know what your thoughts on that are, but I just, you know. I,
0: I've you know, I've always been a fan. Paul It's as simple as that. You know, since day dot. And I think you know if yes, he's he's been held back with injuries and what have you this season. But I think he's a, he's kind of player. Ru- he runs into the ground. He runs until there's no more. And when you see him flagging, that's when you take him off. When he come back with injury, done well. Was flagging a bit, you know. But you have to give players a bit of time to get their their second win sort of thing. He
1: looked fresh last. He night. looked
0: that's amazing. Right? I have to say, he looked he looked he looked. He looked a fifty million pound midfielder. He Steady, looked frightening. Man. No, Steady, he did. Man. He did, and it wouldn't be a you know it wouldn't be a bad idea if you if you like I say you you gotta have different tactics. You have gotta have different angles. The way if you can pick up the ball in those sorts of positions and drive, why not? Why not? From time to time during the game, if you want to look, do a bit of rotation, what have you? Why not have Mendes uh, coming in the middle to pick up and play those little short passes and then break on the counter like he did? You know, those are the things, Paul, I was saying from day one that Cardiff should be working on. You've seen what a player is capable of from within his own half, well within his own half yesterday. And, you know, we'd love to see more of that. I'm sure the fans would love to see more of that because, you know, it was stunning, to be fair. See, Ben, why I was... Why the Brighton result? I, I
1: actually, on the final whistle, tweeted that this was. I, I was going to say Cardiff's best result and biggest result in years and years, and I can't quantify how many years, to be perfectly honest with you, right? But I ended up using the phrase most significant, and I think it was because it's the Premier League. This Because it's the Premier League, it's, it's bigger than yep. the promotion games, yeah? I think you have to go back a long way. A long, long, long way for a more significant Cardiff win than last night, than, than Tuesday night's Blakey. Mm. I'll explain why because it really was that must win is a cliche. When you were playing, you must be fed, fed up reading our Echo headlines. This is a must win game for yeah. on. This really was the most must win of must win games. It was a sliding doors moment because mm. if Brighton had won that game, They'd have been eight points clear of Cardiff. And let's remember, Brighton were at home, right? Yeah. The odds were on a Brighton win before the match, right? They would have been eight points clear of Cardiff. Three games, uh, so four games left for Cardiff. It's in effect nine points because their goal difference is so Absolute, superior. Yeah. It's mathematically not over, but it was pretty much done. So you've got a poor ninety-five percent done and dusted at that yeah. point suddenly, by beating them, Cardiff have hauled that up to two points. Yes, still in effect three, but it's two points as things stand. And you you just feel that although Brighton are, are in the driving seat, they've got the advantage in terms of points, they've got a game in hand, although that's at Tottenham, let me stress, and they're already looking a, bit, a little bit invincible on their own new territory. Um, you just feel that the two teams are moving in different directions. Absolutely, and, yeah. And the Remember. reason it's a sliding doors moment is because... Cardiff have suddenly sort of, they've got them well within their sights now. They're in the tailgate, and you just feel that the momentum is swinging back towards Cardiff.
0: It's one. Well, <laughs> it, well, it, has sw- it doesn't
1: swing well, until they're above them. Well, it, 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 right?
0: it, the momentum swings for me because I think that result. I don't think Brighton pick up another win. Well, maybe a draw, yeah, or two. But I don't think they pick up another win between now and the end of the season. So,
1: so just just to remind the listeners, right? They've got they've got Wolves away on Saturday, they've got the Tottenham away game, which is their game in hand. Yep. Then they've got Newcastle at home; they can get something there. Then they've got Arsenal away, and they finish with Man City at home. And mm. Man City that probably need to win that game to win the title mm. on that day. Yeah, um, that's. That's not an easy run for a team that have just conceded seven goals in two home games. we have got their own fans booing them. We talk about a dressing room crisis in terms of the players being against the manager a little bit, thinking it's too negative. There's something inherently wrong in that dressing
0: room. It's it's not falling apart, but (coughs) (coughs) things come, come apart quickly, if you know what I mean. Straight away, now people alluding to back in the last year, Brighton on a similar sort of run, and just you know stayed up. You know they fell from I don't know some like twelve or thirteenth down, you know four or five places, which a similar thing has happened this year. So you know all these all the negativity starts to come out, and <coughs> why I say the momentum is with us. I think last night's game was 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 it really. You know, I think Cardiff win, it's most definitely on the race. Yeah. If Cardiff lose, Brighton, you know, they can go to the beach for for the last four or five games. Yeah. Now, knowing you have to win because the chances are you're going to be playing some of your games before Cardiff. Yeah. You have to win a game because you don't want to come in and see Cardiff have won or gone above you by a point. Yeah. Listen, the the, the the momentum swing, the pressure swing, everything has 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 gone in Cardiff's favour with that result last yeah, night.
2: Yeah. How so big how big of an advantage is it that you look at sort of the players Neil Warnock has got, the sort of the the, the key players is Sean Morrison's uh, I know Sol was injured, Gunnison. Manga. Yeah, manga. Warnock can look at them and they're up for the battle. Hmm. You look at Brighton last night, people like Shane Duffy, Lewis Dunn, uh, Glenn Murray just looks like he knows his football it looks like the second goal,
0: Morrison, Morrison's goal was brilliant because he's just if you watch him he does something that's slightly just a little different and it's like when you're a striker you see these things and you think uh, you know that's why you got the goal if you watch him for the second goal you just um, I think it's Duffy on his side or Dunk which are, you know, left side centre half it might be Dunk actually he he just, for the free kick, if you watch him, he just steps back a yard, then another half yard, uh, just as the free kick's being taken, which allows him that little bit of space to, to get up and over the centre-back, up and over him, which he hasn't done much this season, because what I felt was that a lot of teams have gone 2v1 on him, but they thought Duffy done both big, large size centre-halves, they'd be able to cope one-on-one, and, you know, the, the second goal was fantastic, so... There's, there's, there's little things like that Ben, which make a, a whole leap of difference to a result to a game, and I think uh, yesterday's result, like I said, I just I was just delighted with it. I see, see what it also does. Going back to the slime
1: doors moment, we'll obviously talk about Liverpool in a minute, um, but you know it just changes the mindset of Cardiff. Um, yeah, Brighton have clearly got a negative mindset, but Cardiff have. You know, if you're eight points behind, in effect nine points behind, which was entirely feasible, going to the Liverpool game, it's pretty much done it's dead. It's dead, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fulham game after that is mathematically dead. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, those two are live games. The fans are going to be so up for it. And to me, the real sliding doors moment, Blakey, will come on the penultimate weekend. So I can see a sequence of results now where the the penultimate weekend... Palace, is it? Um, Brighton go to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Still, still, Say they're still a point ahead of Cardiff, mm-hmm. or two, two ahead of Cardiff. Oh, they, they, three. They, they, say they are, okay. right? I can see them losing that game, but I can see Cardiff then with the, with one game, two games to go, the final home game of the season, the capacity crowd behind them. I can see them beating Crystal Palace. Yes, I now. can. Yes, yeah. you know? yeah. And at that moment, that's where the, they would then usurp them. They would go above them in the table the final games Cardiff at Man United even if you write that off and I don't by the way mm-hmm. Brighton at home to Man City you know
0: it's it's suddenly it's be- it's, it's believable yeah isn't yeah. it it's, it's not fairy tale. no you're not looking and thinking oh we're not like saying oh well if if Cardiff beat Liverpool at home and then yeah. go to Old Trafford and get a yeah. point yeah. we're actually looking at those two games as bonus games now yeah yeah. with no pressure Yeah, the pressure games are Fulham and Palace yeah. are they winnable? for sure 100% Fulham I think you just go up there and, and really just put it on them physically exactly. uh, and even if you come away with a point psychologically if Brighton don't win ok you step in closer to them again and then they get the feeling we're going to get relegated here. Yeah? These yeah. are going to overtake us. Yeah. Unless we do something extraordinary. Yeah. Which I don't think they've got in their locker at the moment. Psychologically, yeah. I think last night, because the two teams were playing each other. Look, if if Cardiff were playing Fulham and Brighton were playing Arsenal, say. And the results go in Cardiff favour. You feel it's, it's still not yeah. as much as a blow as us coming to your turf in a relegation battle knowing that the winners have got a better chance than the losers. Regardless of the points, the winners have got a better chance of staying up than the losers. I think. That's my personal point of view. Not because I'm Cardiff, because I understand momentum, I understand pressure. So, for me, you know, them going there last night and putting one on them, it it was like, it was... Humongous, it was massive.
1: I, I'm right in what I'm saying. I, I challenge you to tell me when they had last had such a significant win as that. It's maybe I'm overplaying it, Blakey, but I I can't recall one that was given its given what was at stake. Mm. Given it's the Premier League mm. as opposed to the Championship or League One or League Two promotion winner winning matches. Mm. You know the last Premier League campaign, yeah, beat Man City, brilliant opening day of the season though, right? Mm. This was complete make rate break. I think you probably have to go back... Well, I, I won't like to quantify how many years. Yeah. You know?
0: Maybe I'm overstating it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> but only you would know. You're... 75. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flaky's oh, oh, oh. in good form, <laughs> isn't oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been around a long way. I don't know. I've been around for the last 30 years. Right? So. <laughs> yeah, I can go back that far. Oh. I could go back a little little less, but you know, you'd have to tell us, mate. Go your archives from 1938 or something. <laughs> is that
2: Jenny is that us Brighton put to bed? Right, let's uh, let's look ahead then to, to Liverpool. It's um big game. Uh helped by the fact that probably Brighton have their must win matches before Cardiff's must win matches, so to speak. So that, that plays a little uh, effect, but Cardiff City Stadium Sunday, you know, a ton of Bluebirds fans making some noise. I know Liverpool oh. are coming chasing a title, but h- h- how does Neil Warnock approach this?
0: Um for me it's a uh, it's it's uh not a free spin but you you know what i mean it it's it's the pressure's off cardiff and the only way cardiff get themselves into a bit of a tangle is if liverpool come and you know run over them 5 or 6 nil right that's not good for anyone's confidence at any point in the season if cardiff can get a point stay within a goal you know win the game possibly because anything's possible um then you know it's it, it, it swings again you know the, the the needle of momentum just totally is in Cardiff's favour so the Liverpool game the, the great thing from Cardiff's point of view there's no pressure no one's expecting you to win no one's expecting you to get a result you know uh, better teams have tried and failed miserably I would say you know it's just about performance uh, more than result result is very important Ben but performance, how you perform and how you go out, those Cardiff fans as they've done 99.9% of the season clapping you off regardless of the result, that's going to be huge because everyone's going to know your eggs are in two baskets basically they're in one in Fulham and one in Palace and I think you know, I think they'll get four points out of those two games, that's my prediction, I think they end up on 35 points and staying up
2: just so if, if you sort of the focus is more on the sort of the next doubleheader, you know this last week has been a crucial sort of season-defining doubleheader. We've now got another one coming up: Fulham and Palace. How, how do you line up for the for the Liverpool game? Is it same personnel? Sort of try keep a bit of momentum going from Brighton, or, or do you make changes? You
0: play you play you play Liverpool kind of how well, Liverpool are better this year at keeping the ball. And they don't play at such a high tempo as they did last year. I think that was their problem last year. But they still play high tempo. But I think a if you concede that possession wise, all season you've not beaten no one for possession. So thinking you can gain possession more possession than them would be foolish. So accept that. You're gonna you know, give the possession to the opposition, but how you counter Right? and what you showed last night was you've got players in your ranks that can threaten anybody pace kills anybody it doesn't matter you're the best defender in the world if I run past you if I push the ball past you and we're in a race and I'm quicker than you <laughs> it's over <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. it's what I do then at the end of that when I get on the ball what I do is important but I can still get inside your head I can still twist your head just by getting beyond you and and, and f- frightening you, doing things that are threatening to you and your goal corners pressure. So you know how they approach the Liverpool game for me is is, is a, it's a it's nothing to lose, everything to gain at the moment.
2: Going on with that, book?
1: Not not completely. No, I know exactly where Blakey's coming from, and and I do think it comes down to the Fulham and Palace games, but. I'm getting greedy now, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, with just four four games to go, I, I'm be, you know, I was thinking, do you know what?
0: Well, I can tell you one thing, Paul. The young man to my left, my boy Jude, would how old is
1: Jude? Sixteen. Sixteen. He don't break his son, everyone.
0: Yes, he is a United fan. Don't don't people. <laughs> Cardiff second, yes. Yes, I I, I have been known to... Nathan Blake's son is a Cardiff fan, everybody. Yes, he he is, because I am one of those dads who forces him to be. But when he's of his own mind, he's a a red, a Man United red. Don't ask me where this came from. I think living up in Manchester didn't help all those years, but he is desperate for Cardiff to beat Liverpool. I wouldn't write them off, though, that's the thing. Why wouldn't you write them off?
2: Well, because I feel like Liverpool in the last few games, they've been good, but like I think Jordan Henderson has played a huge part for them in the last few games personally. Mm. I think like, he used to try and
0: add to the attack and name. it mm-hmm. didn't really go too well, but the difference is now he can actually like sustain an attack. Mm. So I feel like if you got Mendez now and him and went one-on-one. I reckon we could have a chance yeah yeah why not yeah So uh, you're so lucky you said we there as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to drop you off somewhere yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't leave the going to drop you off on the M4 <laughs> such <blip> family feud <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you, you, you know your football we, we, oh you know your football mate you know you football. Football, no,
1: mate. No more than your old man
0: I, guess, <laughs> so, so. I, I often ask him Paul <laughs> I, think, I think we've read a new post
2: right? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: I am getting greedy. I, what, what I will say is this: I I think that that atmosphere. Now, listen, we've seen some very special events in that stadium. You know, Cardiff winning two promotions, Wales beating Belgium. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, that atmosphere on Ooh, Sunday, Blakey, mate. right? I think it's going to be up there with it, anything we've seen. I agree. I'm not going to say it's going to eclipse it, no, I mean, because not. because I'm not sure you can get better than Wales Belgium or <laughs> the. But it's going to be right up there because the difference this time is you've got two sets of fans the Liverpool fans will be fantastic yeah mm-hmm. um, there'll be 2,000 of them technically there'll probably mm-hmm. be a lot more than that because there's a massive Liverpool fan base in Cardiff itself and South Wales in general mm-hmm. um, Suddenly, as I said to you earlier, the, the mindset of the Cardiff fans changes. They would have gone along there muted if they're eight points behind. Now it's done and dusted. Suddenly, this is a football match with real meaning at both ends of the Premier League table.
0: Yeah.
1: I think the atmosphere is going to be oh. absolutely rip-roaring. I'm getting tingled like now. Potentially like nothing we've seen before in that mm. grind. Yeah. Um, and I think that will lift the Cardiff players. Yeah. I really do you know the old argument of you suddenly run faster I mean you would know absolutely, absolutely. You score a goal and you you, know? you,
0: you, you gather energy you know? I've been in games where 55 minutes and I'm thinking or before the game warming up thinking I'm in Lactic City here, my legs feel like lead I can't yeah. run you nick a goal in the first five minutes you're like Mary Poppins you're like a spring <laughs> lad <laughs> <laughs> you're like "Oh, my 2nd or oh, my third and, you know I, I don't know how it happens it, it just there's some I don't know some something in the system that releases and kicks you on, and I think Cardiff, and when it walk out to the atmosphere, yeah, you know, I, mean, I think you made a great point, Paul, in both sets. Yeah, the fans. Are that's the key. For That's why it. I you know, think it will be a Yeah, that's yeah.
1: why it potentially clips anything we've seen. Yeah, in I Because it's right. two sets of fans, and yeah. you know, the Liverpool fans are as sorry dudes, but they're arguably as passionate as. More passionate than any set of fans <sighs> in, in the UK. Tell me I got Blake <laughs> to Junior having a girl But it's, um, you know, it's
0: just. A, it's uh, not good denying, they're great fans. One of
1: my colleagues just told me we're working on a story right now that tickets are going on, on official sort of yeah. sale websites for £1,000, Blakey. Wow. This is for a club football match in mm-hmm. Wales. hmm. One thousand. Well, it's
0: probably the Liverpool fans driving that because they're believers, in not they? they? They believe this is so, their season, no. and you know if you remember the last time when the Gerard slip happened, <laughs> oh, right? that's my favourite goal in Premier League history. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, 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 right? If you remember, they were holding up the banners saying "Make us believe" and blah 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 blah, and they were within touching distance of it. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, for Liverpool never to have won the Premier League is like. You know, when I was Jude's age, if I had if you had said that to me, I would have bet you everything I had. If you said to me Liverpool will go, you know, thirty years without winning the uh, the title, I would have I would've yeah. all in. I would have given every chip I had. I would have gone to the Chippy and bought chips and put it on the table. <laughs> really. But yeah. they haven't, and that's how football works. So they are as desperate as we are to the stay up, they are to win the title. Yeah. So it's it, it, it bodes for a fantastic atmosphere, yeah. you're right.
1: Yeah. What about the? Um, I mean, how do Cardiff? I don't want to take Ben's job here by asking the questions, but I am a journalist as well. How how how, how do Cardiff stop Mo Salah and Sadio Mane and Firmino for that matter? What do they do? I mean, how highly did you
0: rate those three? Um, yeah, I, I need to be careful because yeah, I think I think Mane is is the man. I really do. Although Salah gets most of the credit. I think Mane... okay, his finishing sometimes is a bit off-key. But his driving determination. He never goes missing. That's what I love about him. And he's a tough little cookie. Um, But I think that front three... uh, As good as... Probably the best front three in the league. As a three. uh, You'd have to say. uh, For consistency. And how they've played this season... You know, you'd have to say, you know, City rely heavily on Aguero. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, and Sterling to a degree. Yeah. Uh, Sterling, yeah. Yeah. You know, but they they they'll mix it a bit more. Liverpool have kind of stayed with that same yeah. front three. Yeah. You know, come hell or high water. So I would say, you know, all three of them in their in different ways. are they I think for Fem- is the, the key. Though. The- I think he's the key. Yeah. I think not just the way he holds up the ball I think the way he comes off and comes deep I think his his touches are so clever such an intelligent footballer and I think Cardiff how they have to cope with that well it's the pace first and foremost you know if you're deep if you're going to play deep which I would suggest Cardiff play deep block football and counter attack then you deny the space behind you so to speak but you are up against some world-class players. And even in those scenarios, those little darting runs across from Bennett behind Morrison or Manga or whatever, those little darting runs in between, they're so hard to pick up as well. So, you know, it's listen, make no bones about it, it's probably Cardiff's most difficult game of the season. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, they've they've given themselves a, a boost that well, if you would asked them, you know, over the last three or four games, what would you like? You would have said oh, a good win away at Brighton to go into yeah. Liverpool and carry on into Fulham. That's yeah. like those sequence of three games. Now they've done the first part. You're up against Liverpool with nothing to lose. Second part, you know, going. It, listen, it, 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 I'm not bothered. Like I said, they can win, lose or draw. I'm not bothered. I'm looking at performance first and foremost. Energy levels, yeah. they still got them because that's going to be important. Going into Fulham, going into Palace, your energy levels are going to be massive. And like Mendes Lang last night looked like he could run a marathon after the game. So it, the, the signs are good for, for Cardiff City. For See me. Ben, I'm, so,
1: I'm, a, I'm a massive... Blakey's particularly talked up so, uh, Mane and Firmino there and I, and I get that. They've both got a huge stress. I am a massive fan of Mo Salah oh me as well footballer. don't get it and, wrong you know you speak to some Liverpool fans and it's all about how oh, Virgil van Dijk has changed his team Virgil van Dijk and, and he, he is a world class defender don't get me wrong he has helped transform fortunes but the fact is without Mo Salah they wouldn't be anywhere near where they are I don't know no they wouldn't I take he, out Salah uh, I mean, I mean, he I mean, scores goals he creates goals yeah no goals. but take Does out Salah nothing?
0: or take out uh, Virgil. I think it'd be the same. No, I, I think they'd struggle think with same. Virgil in without Virgil. Put it this way, without Virgil, they probably concede another thirty goals this season, quite easily. Yeah, without like Salah, they wouldn't
1: score anything like the
0: number of yeah, goals. Yeah, but then you score. talk about wins and losses but anyway, rather look, than you know. I'm
1: a huge, huge fan of Salah. I, th- I think that Hazard is the best player in the Premier League, and then Salah is the next best possibly on a par with Popper and I don't think anybody else comes close after that. I think they're out on their own those players personally. Mm.
0: Um don't let the English hear you saying that with Harry King Harry out there. How oh,
1: Don Booth has left now. <laughs> <laughs> Harry King the president of the fan club. So um, <laughs> yeah, pretty um, pretty but it's well. um oh, it's just a wonderful player Salah and and you know Joe Bennett's got his work cut out on them. Um, knowing, knowing Neil Wallace, he will probably get Bennett to man Mark sale and follow him all over the pitch, won't he? Which, which doesn't work with Cardiff. Yeah, it can, but he, but he do does. That. But nobody does it, Blakey, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah it's been, it's dogs. been,
0: it's been, it's been our one of our Achilles' heels. This, yeah, for the last couple of seasons yeah. since Neil's been here for me, Paul. I've stated on the podcast before. Uh, listen, against this team, if you're going to do that, you can expect. Tomkin, a three or yeah. four minimum. Yeah. I think if yeah. you let, if you follow Casala, like, and start on the right and end up in a central position.
1: Yeah,
0: so does Mane on the other side. Firmino comes deep a lot. If you start getting players to follow, if 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 that the tactic would be for me, just sit deep. All right, Hold and, position, and attach so. yourself to your man. If he runs across you, you talk. Right, if he runs across you and you're gonna follow him, I gotta know that Junior is within touching distance to slot into that left back position. Yeah. If I'm Bennett, right, that's the only way. And if I go across because Firmino's come deep, and Gunnison, uh can pick him up, I am then talking to um, Bruno Manga to let him not make sure look, I'm only gonna come so far. I'm not gonna be pulled to the other side of the pitch and what have you. You know, I think. And that's that, Those extremes are what cause Cardiff to get headspun. Yeah, with rotation. Yeah.
2: What about uh, talking? going from one three to another. What about midfield? It's obviously, last week there was a little bit of talk between you two about maybe dropping the midfield three. Paul, you talking about playing like an inverted four, weren't you? Sort of Josh Murphy in that four three three. Well, I, whatever, then,
1: whatever happens, it's got to be three in there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Last night obviously Gunnarsson showed us what Cardiff are card going to miss Yeah, timely return to, for Joe Walls. Mm. Harry Art is probably going to miss this weekend but he should be back for full. I suppose it's a good sort of time for Joe Walls to sort of lay down another marker isn't it well
0: head, Joe head, was, head was brilliant last time I have to say I thought he was tremendous do you know what I liked about what Joe done yesterday different Go on. he played forward a lot even run forward with the ball at times. In, when, when you're in that midfield, central, and you're over the halfway line, it's important, if you watch the top teams or the middle table teams, it's important that your central midfielders step forward, move forward with the ball. Sideways is okay, right? But it doesn't really get you anywhere. You're, what you're doing is hoping that the left-back, Bennett, runs on and passes into Hoylet or the striker, plays one-two, gets crossed. You as a central midfielder, it's imperative... That you play forward. And what Joe done last night was play forward a lot... And run forward a lot with the ball. Only five, six yards. But once you pass that midfielder... You're at the back four. Or you're at the back three. Or you're at the back five. What it allows to do... Once you break that midfielder... What it allows centre forwards and wingers to do... Is move. Right? Is move. I don't have to just hold up... Against the centre half now... If I'm Nias. Right? Once he's broken the line, I go onto my side and I can run across. I can run straight for a slide rule. I, I cause the defender all sorts of problems. So that for me was, I watched it and I thought, even right down to the very end, he, he, he was brilliant, man. You know, I, I, you know, I've been critical of Joe plenty of times. Dominic likes Joe. You and I were more middle of the road with Joe. But I'm telling you, last night was kind of like a coming of age he done things last night that I expect of him. Now, not, oh, can he do it? I know he can do it. It's just being a bit braver and telling yourself, you know, I belong. You know, I'm not just going to get it and give it again. Sometimes I'm going to get it and drive, even if it's 10 yards. You've seen what Mendes Lang picking up the ball centrally and driving through players. You see what it does. It, it, it's not just Niasu's who's going to be running. You've got to break that midfield. You've got to get beyond it as a midfielder. That's your job. Not just to get it and give it. Get, get it. If I'm a striker playing with Joe, last night I would have carried him off on my shoulders because he's looking to slip in little balls. Slip. And it makes my life easier. It makes, And I understand how important that little 7-8 yard pass is. How important it is to bring other people into play, and what it does when you break that midfield line. It's it's they're little things, Paul, but they're huge. I thought he was I thought he was excellent last night. Really, I thought he was brilliant.
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't know what Liverpool trio Klopp's going to pick. Then you know he's got who's got he's got Henderson, Milner, Wijnaldum, cater Fabinho. <laughs> 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 well, it will be three of those. It will be three of those five. Players. <laughs> these
0: three of them <laughs> right. just, just all kind of fans just <laughs> all out talk positively just like oh, no uh, well, I'm not too fussed about some yeah. of those
1: players you know, yeah, so they, you know they, they,
0: they're all holding, holding their own Champions League <laughs> oh, as well so oh, no, they, listen you have to give them credit they are top players, you top, know,
1: top I, players. That. You know, I do think that they've got a brilliant right back in Trent Alexander-Arnold he's got a big future ahead of him a very big future ahead of him Van Dijk is clearly class. I think Robertson is is unsung and the best left back in the Premier League, probably by some, some distance, distance. I'd yeah? agree with that. Yeah. Um, but their real strength is the front three mm. for me. Um, now Goes
0: th- through that midfield again? <laughs> oh, no, I can't remember. <laughs> you Can you I just they just said they've got a fantastic back four, they got a great goalkeeper. Um, but their real strength is the front three, I think. Um,
1: it's seems because last time they were down here for a Premier League match, we had a crazy game. It was March, what was it, 2014? It was yeah. 6-3 to Liverpool. Twice Cardiff took the lead. We did, yeah. Twice Liverpool pegged them back. Suarez scored a hat-trick. Their front three that day was pretty special. Suarez, Sturridge Rich, yeah. at his best in Sterling.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you know, the, the one thing you can almost guarantee with Liverpool-Cardiff games is there's goals, there's drama. Mm. He says so it'll be nil-nil this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, um there are, you know, you know, the cup final, you know, mm. Ben Turner equalising in the yeah uh, yeah, right yeah that went minute, right to the very end, didn't it? Yeah. and, and then kind of take the lead in that game with Joe Mason, Joe Mason. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's it's history. There's drama, yeah, when these two clubs play each other, which isn't that often, right? Mm. Um, they've only played. I think I was looking at the at the, the head to heads earlier, Ben, and. They've actually played, I think, they played regularly in the 50s, but there was a gap then between 59 through to 2007. Mm. No games between them. So, and, you yeah, Liverpool won every game this century. You'd expect that to a degree. But there's always a time for these records to come I to know what you mean.
0: It's, uh, even though you would back Liverpool to win, you wouldn't write mm. off Cardiff no. to do something. No. You know, it's it's there's there's always history there's always histrionics between the two, yeah. uh, and there, you're right there's always goals between the two, yeah. so you know, you know, keep those fingers, eyes, toes crossed, and everything, and uh, say a little word to the big man, and hopefully we can get a, a result.
2: Yep, I think that's the perfect place to leave that. We'll have a quick break, and then we'll be back with a bit of uh, a house mm-hmm.
1: Subscribe to the Boot Room on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk.
2: Right, uh, we've got some good questions, Blakey. Um, let's start with a nice one from Gareth Boy. Boy.
0: But boy, yeah, I think that's
2: the pronunciation. Gareth, but boy, can, but boy. You, you can get me a news on Facebook for that pronunciation. But uh, did Blakey ever score a better goal in his career than Mendes Lang last night? Whoa, what a question, Blakey! <laughs> <laughs> what a question.
0: Uh, probably about thirty <laughs> <laughs> in a season. In, season. Uh, in a season, uh, yeah, yeah, probably, probably three or four. Those goals, listen. Those goals. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the goal he scored last night was special, but the it was already made before. You yeah. you understand what I'm saying, don't you? When you see him saying, "Give me it back, give me it back," the junior, "Give me it back," he's basically saying, "Give it to me. I got something I want to do. I want to try something. I know I'm going to try." So it was it was it was in before he hit it. Yeah. The ball was in the right place. Brighton didn't close him down well it's enough. eleven meters. Look. Yeah, 11 and he up, was up, like up. one touch. I'm just gonna. One touch and hit, it. And in training, if you hit that shot... It's not like you hit that shot... Once in... A hundred times it goes in in training. That should go in... Seven out of ten times in training. You know, if you're... Leonard Messi, it probably goes in nine or ten out of ten times. If you're... A League One, League Two player... It probably goes in three or four times out of ten. But, you know... Technically... It wasn't difficult because it wasn't made difficult, but it was it was still off the charts, like skill level. It, it was brilliant. See what made a goal of the season
1: for me because Camarasa scored a, a goal similar to that yeah. um, for the win at Leicester. Yeah, blind, a very very similar goal. But what what made this the goal of the season for me for Cardiff was. I come back to it.
0: Where it started. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Mendes' run at
1: power and pace, you know. Because often you're out
0: of breath by the time you get to the other end. And you're not asking for it. And that's what I was saying. Him asking for it so significantly was like, mate, give it to him because he's got something planned already. Yeah, so to go on the run, which we've said,
1: haven't we, that's been a weakness of
0: Cardiff's. Stretching
1: teams from deep. Mm. Take players out by going past them. Mm -hmm. But then to finish with that aplomb as well. Yeah. I hesitate to use the phrase world class goal right mm.
0: because was class correct, it, yeah. was, it, it was a world class finish but it
1: was it. Yeah, I mean. yeah. Team, yeah. But no. it was a world class goal if you yeah of course it was i saying he's a well Brighton
0: are not a world class team yeah, neither Ricardo. but it was a world class goal it was a, it a world class a moment
1: if Lionel Messi had scored that goal you could see Lionel Messi scoring a goal like that albeit with his left foot yeah. can't you you yeah. could see that
0: yeah well he did similar just put it in the bottom corner not the top against United same day
2: <laughs> that's Dom's problem there, right? yeah that's a little for Dom is uh, another great question from uh, Richard Hilliard um, alright Richard it's obvious with both ours and Brighton's remaining fixtures that Palace and Fulham are our winnable games whereas Brighton only have Newcastle at home on paper the target realistic points do you think it'll be that clear cut or do you think either club can pull off an upset and if so where I
0: think I uh... think <laughs> Arsenal for Brighton is difficult because they're Champions League Um, Tottenham is difficult again similar reasons Um, I don't look at I look at Newcastle as one of them teams as well Rafa Benitez has got them going to the very end he's looking at as many points as possible you know Um, and they've had a you have to say all things considered they've had a great season I I, I can see Rafa um, and Brighton I can see an easy ride in that game I would actually say that's probably the one kind of game you don't want where the team you're playing against got nothing to lose no. they're not going for promotion they're not going for top four they're not going for Europe they're not in relegation so there's absolutely no pressure and you're going into that game knowing you have to win that's massive mate it is a really big ask Uh, so I don't look I don't even look at the Newcastle game yes it's a a, a game they can win but you have to take into consideration where they are and what they're doing at the moment so for me Cardiff have got two games they can target severely Um, and I honestly think if confidence is as it should be they can go into those games looking to get a minimum of four points listen even if they get one win out of those two games and they jump ahead of Brighton I think at that point Brighton the pressure becomes too much you know and I can see you know because what happens is as you heard last night with Brighton the fans are now they don't they don't want to turn on their team but as soon as they go goal down or they're not playing well or the opposition have some sustained pressure the boos start ringing the, the shouts start ringing and the pressure starts coming and all that does is add to Brighton's woes it's not going to help it just hinders the situation so for me Cardiff the Cardiff are kind of in the driving seat even though I take Paul's point yes they're still two points behind and the goal difference is used but I kind of think the momentum has really swung I
2: suppose that follows on quite nicely to the next question from Mark George which is whose position should you Mark, be in Brighton or Cardiff I
0: take the points no, no doubt so, points-wise, I want to be in Brighton's position. Playing and performance-wise, I want to be in Cardiff's position. You
2: don't see the Cardiff fans likely to turn on Warnock's team. They game. never have. Exactly. They, they've you done it say, once this season. A
0: do. They've done it once this season when they had a little bit of a boo-up. Right? And I'm not sure if that was at the team. I think it was more at the officials, understandably. But, you know, they've. Oh, people have said to me, friends of mine have said to me, like, they've gone to the games, they're at the games and can't believe it they lost and like fans are like clapping them off and uh, it's because the, no fan is, has got the wool pulled over his eyes they understand they shouldn't really have got promoted they did against all odds you're never going to stay in the Premier League was a shout from lots of people <coughs> Chrissy Sutton <certain. laughs> <coughs> right and here they are within touching distance of doing it so you know what what they've done and I, and I, honestly I'd like to see it for one reason, and that's for Neil Warnock to be able to say, I told you so. Just for one day. He's only going to get one day of saying, I told you so. But I'd like to see it for him, for what he's done in his career in football. I'd like to see him keep a team in the Premier League. And if I was him, I would then say, right, I'll, I'll go upstairs or I'll I'll knock it on the head. Because I've got no more to to achieve. So... Not I doubt he will because he said he's staying the next year. But you know, for him especially, I'd like to see the boys do it
2: again. That brings us brilliantly onto the next question. It's, 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 like, it's like you've written it. It's, isn't like, it it's like me and you
0: just <laughs> see the difference with Dom was we were never in sync. <laughs> 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 so this
2: one is from Ed Hopkins. All right, Edward. Uh, who would be the best successor to Neil Warnock, and should Neil move upstairs when he does go?
0: No, I don't think Neil should move upstairs. Um, honestly, I think Neil. When he's finished, it ends. He's he's told us he's given us uh, another year. Me, I could list, I could list managers, possible managers, candidates. But you know, I think the problem at the moment as I've stated before, Cardiff's problem is they're over-reliant upon Neil. They were going down before he came in, or they were going in the rele- they were in a relegation battle. He's come in, he's brought his staff. You've sorted out transfers, you've sorted out players, you've sorted out the way we play, blah, 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 blah. Now, for me, that is the job of the club. The chief executive, the head of football, the chairman, the owner. Right? The owner, granted, the chairman, granted, all of them don't really know football. But you've been here long enough now, you know your fans, you know what they wish. They require good football, high tempo and aggressive. Right, and you need to develop a philosophy that you're going to select managers which are going to suit the way you play and the way your fans want to see you play right? they are the they are the one constant fans so you build it around that, do you understand me you, you understand your fans you understand the philosophy and you move forward so I'm not going to name anyone in particular because I'd probably be accused of bias. Because the people I would name wouldn't necessarily be the everyday people that people would say. Um, Like I remember a few years ago on Rob Phillips' show I called Marco Silva. Rob was like, who? What? Where? Who's he? I was like, he was perfect for Swansea. Swansea needed a man. He was the perfect man. Right? Never materialised and, you know, we've seen what he's done since. So... I'm not going to call anyone in particular, but you know, Cardiff, what they've got is time to to plan because Neil has said he's going to stay another year. And I think whether they go up or down, what I hope isn't happening is behind the scenes that those people at the top from Chief Exec Up are not listening to agents out there who are trying to push managers into the club for no other reason than to make money. All right? you have to understand your own business, your own fans. You have to create your own strategy. Don't be reliant on outside influences because they've got an agenda 99.9 times out of 100. So, you know, if Cardiff want to give me a job, I'll help them and, and give them some managers' names. But until then, unpaid. I think they're a dugout, eh? <laughs> no, not the dugout, mate. I'm more of a suit, <laughs> But, uh, no, listen, they've got, what they've got is time to, to succession plan, Ben. They've got that on their side. And, you know, if you do your homework, there's a lot of people out there who
2: fit the bill for me. I couldn't
0: name one specific. I've probably got about six.
2: Okay, uh, final question. This one's from Kirk Tasker. All right, Kirk. If Cardiff stay up will it be bigger than Man City winning the quadruple after
0: everything that's happened no 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 no, it wouldn't be bigger than Man City winning the quadruple the quadruple is I think you have to understand you're one team going for one thing in a season and this is one team regardless of money manager players this is one team going for everything in a season and it's not everything domestically it's everything domestically plus the European you know so you're up against the likes of Juventus you're in the hat room. Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, and everything. So that achievement would be the best the Premier League's ever produced. If City's better than <laughs> the United '99, sorry mate, but it would be. That your mind it to. Win. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be. It would be the biggest. Uh, it would be. I think the City achievement, as in Man City, would be the biggest thing I've seen in Premier League football. Cardiff staying in the Premier League would be one of Cardiff's biggest achievements, no doubt. But bigger than Man City winning the club?
2: Nah, I can't say that. There we go. Um, that's it for Ash Blakey. Uh, we'll be back after another short break with some predictions. Right, uh, yeah, let's um, let's get some predictions going. Uh, so, let's get, let's get your footy five. Uh, this is a chance for all you uh, listeners to win yourself uh, £25,000. Uh, yep. we 45, doing Still waiting for
0: Paul to give me my 25 large. <laughs> oh, I haven't really got five in a row yet. Get, get these five. <laughs> and you can come back next week yeah, and see. Hopefully, man, hopefully.
2: Uh, so let's start. What we got? we got got uh, Bournemouth versus Fulham.
0: Uh, Bournemouth 3-0. 3-0. Uh,
2: Huddersfield, Watford.
0: Uh, Watford 3-0. Like like
2: liking three today. Yeah, I am, yeah.
0: <laughs> West Ham v Leicester, 3 all. West Ham v Leicester, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> West Ham at home v Leicester, 2 2. Always goals at the end of the season, yeah. mate. Everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. tired. Yeah,
2: Wolves against
0: Brighton. Uh, Wolves Brighton, Wolves at home, had a bad result. Wolves Brighton, Wolves uh, 2 0
2: them the bounce back after you know the cup final in Southampton. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Southampton
0: box, you know. they were unlucky. Yeah, you know they were unlucky. Uh, and listen, after the the FA Cup, it's, I don't care what team you are. That's that's going to hurt for a while. Um, and you know now it, it will just be leaving their system sort of thing for me. So uh, it would have taken me a week to get over that. Definitely definitely I mean I wasn't playing I was watching it took me a a week to get over it (laughs) I was getting absolutely devastated but you know I go go Wolves I think they just got too much quality for a Brighton team on the counter as well at home I just think fans are just driving them now to get as high as possible Wolves fans are
2: stupendous
0: so I go Wolves win
2: and uh, finally Newcastle Southampton
0: Ooh, good game. Newcastle at home, Southampton. I'm gonna go 1 1. 1 1? Yeah. Lovely
2: stuff. And then, what about the big game this weekend?
0: Cardiff, are you talking? I'm talking Cardiff. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna go. Uh, 2-1 Liverpool, just.
2: 2-1.
0: I think that will be very hot, very controversial. I'm going to go Liverpool 2-1, just. We're not,
2: we're not talking another late referee in decision, are we, are we? kind of are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Big teams, big clubs get the best, best and biggest decisions, I'm afraid, Ben. Yeah. Well, VAR isn't going to help anybody.
1: Paul, <laughs> well, what about you? Do you know what? I really can't call it. I mean, logic says... <laughs> logic says 2-0 Liverpool Um, I don't know they're cracking even if they're churning out the results Blakey you feel performance wise they're cracking a little bit under the pressure as well although that sounds daft because they keep getting the three points but you feel that that can't be sustained. No, I Whereas don't feel Man- that with Man- Liverpool. Man I, City are winning their games. I actually win. look at Man
0: City right now. I think you're a little more, more likely to slip up than Liverpool. Do you? Yeah, I think Man City, they're playing conserve energy football. Understandably, because of all the games you still got to play. Whereas yeah. Liverpool, I think, are playing how they've played all the season, lastly. And what the good thing about Liverpool is, if you're a Liverpool fan, is... They're not panicked if you get the 50-60 minutes and it's nil nil. Yeah, there's no desperation. I think what my son has described as his favourite goal, which is disgrace, because Stevie G's a ledge. Demba um, has a ledge too, man. Uh, <laughs> I think that season they were they were panicked. <laughs> yeah. They were they were they were they were so they were within touching distance of it and they knew it, and they were talking doing things like the. the, the you know, all getting together on the pitch after the game. Yeah. No slip and then it comes to back and you slip. Yeah. You know, those things don't don't change anything. Nothing. Just keep doing what they're doing and they have largely and I know I, I think um if anyone was likely to slip and plus City got so many games to play in comparison to Liverpool. But there is that drive of we can do something that no one has ever done in in the Premier League. So that's a big big carrot for City as well.
2: How big for, for Liverpool was it getting through last weekend? Because everyone built up that weekend and it? it was Chelsea versus Liverpool, Palace versus Man City. Same fixtures as four years so ago. Yeah. Yeah. How big was it they just they got through that?
0: Well I think it was huge. I think it was huge in the sense that um, like Paul mentioned earlier the, there's a little bit of history between Cardiff and Liverpool, Liverpool, Chelsea, there's huge history, especially because of the Champions League games and things like that over the last 20 years. It's been huge. So you felt, mm, maybe this is the this is the one that catches them out. But they just don't want what they do, you know? They played largely as good as they have all season. They weren't, like, lucky or anything like that. And uh, it's funny, the two players in Milner and um, Henderson, or you're probably saying are are the you know the players that Liverpool will probably be able to do without are probably the two players you want to keep because what they've shown is that drive and determination uh, has helped push Liverpool last 20 minutes when they've come on and then earned their place in the team so I I don't know I I, I think uh, I think it's if if anyone's likely that more likely to slip I think it'd be Man City but I don't think it's playing I think it's energy I think they're trying to do you know the, the quad is, is, is you know it's a of really the triple is impossible so yeah. it's not even a, a word for the quad really
2: there we go no I
1: I sort of sat on the fence politi- like a good politician and hoping that you'd forget about it but you haven't <laughs> oh, done um, 2-1 Liverpool 2-1 Liverpool but I really would not be surprised He's shaking his head 3-2 I, rea- yeah. I oh, really would go. not be surprised it won one Blake <laughs> Junior, did you hear that? Everyone say it again. Three-two Cardiff. There you are, Blake oh, Junior, yeah. on the podcast I'll take again, you. people. I'll take, yeah, you
0: can come again for that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 That's go. as good a place anyway to leave. Well, no, because Dom always gave prediction as well.
2: Oh, did he? I should have was already in his seat. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to 2-1 Liverpool as well. I think... I think Cardiff will keep them out for a fair
0: bit. Uh, this game is about performance for yeah. Cardiff. Yeah. Performance and confidence. Do you know? If they, they win the game, the confidence would be through the roof. Yeah. If they drew the game, the confidence is through the roof. If they lose the game by the odd goal, confidence is high. If they get smashed, then obviously, yeah. you know, confidence lapses. But, you know, even if they get smashed... Who doesn't expect it, really?
2: They get to the half-hour mark and it's still goalless. The mm. atmosphere in that crowd is just going to be... Oh, can you imagine incredible. if they
0: get to the 60-minute mark and it's nil-nil?
2: Yep. Wow. There we go. The first Booth podcast is over, and I think it just about <laughs> went okay. Yeah, I think, <laughs> it like was, show, I,
0: I, I think it was a brilliant show. show. No offence, Tom, because I know you're going to miss us, but... <laughs> Ben is, you know, Paul was saying earlier, he should have had Ben all along. No,
1: However, just to wind up, obviously, for all the Cardiff v Liverpool build up, go to Wales Online. Absolutely. And it will all be there the best and biggest build up to, to the biggest game. Again, Cardiff kind of have had for many of Come on, Bluebirds! But